Donna Hartley has been suicidal, broke, and a single mother, and she's cheated death three times. A fiery plane crash, stage three melanoma, and open heart surgery, all on March 1st of different years. She overcame these challenges with her relentless energy and unbreakable spirit. Through an unexpected turn of events, a master teacher entered her life and instilled in her the tools needed to go from ordinary to extraordinary. She passes on this wisdom with strategies to blast through those invisible walls that limit you so you can become unstoppable. I've had her book, Fire Up Your Life, in my library for years and very happy to welcome Donna Hartley, a true survivor, speaker, and author to the show today. Thank you. It's my honor to be here. And when I hear that, I wonder who that person is, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, Donna, let, let's talk about those in, invisible walls that limit us. Well, we believe we want something, whether it's a new job or a new house, and we go for it, you know, and we apply for the job or try to get the house, and it doesn't happen. And we try again, and it doesn't happen. So, unconsciously, we put up these walls that say, I, it's not going to happen now. We still attempt, a word, attempt, you know, to go for it, but we really don't believe deep down in our soul. That's why I say it really has to come from inside first to make your life work. You have to go in there. That's what you have to break through. You have to say, I deserve this. This is my time, and I'm going to take down that wall. And a lot of times it takes some kind of meditation to go in, to realize that you even have those limitations out there. Because once you take that down, I mean, miracles can happen. But, you know, I've had it happen so many times in my life that I really, really believe that. I mean, as a single mom, when I adopted my daughter, I was rejected um, 11 times. Single mom in my 40s. And I remember that moment where I said, uh-uh, it's my time. And I was looking at my cat, and she was looking at me, and I said, I have to take this wall down. And I went to Reno, Nevada, my closest town, and I got, you know, the bassinet and the crib and the whole thing and got it going. And my daughter came in a few months after that. Mm. So that's what I talk about. When you get real honest and truthful with yourself, you can take those invisible walls down. Well, and you, you mentioned meditation. So first is identifying what's holding you back, I'm guessing. So talk about, you know, it's easy to have positive affirmations and all these things around. How do you really bring it inside to go, I recognize that wall and I want to change it? Well, the first thing you have to do is stop lying to yourself because we all do. We all say, oh, it's going to happen later or it's not going to happen. So quiet. So any type of meditation, there isn't one form that works over another. I don't care if you like to walk in nature, listen to some soft music, but it's that really that quiet time that you eliminate those negative ideas creeping in there. And then you have to get clear intentions. What do you honestly want? That's when I say about getting honest. What do you honestly want in your life and what do you want to create? Now, I kind of lay out a plan what I want to. And I get an action plan and steps to do, but I also release it to the universe and say, work with me on this, you know, put me with the right people or the right opportunities. And then that's the other thing, to recognize that it is an opportunity to go for it, to not go, oh, well, maybe not now. I, I don't want to bother them. Nope. Go for it. So when those opportunities go, 
in, oh, excuse me, when they come in front of you, you have to take that. So again, go inside, get your intention really clear, then you have to act upon it. So I love that word intention. I just was teaching a class and I was talking mm -hmm. about the difference between an intentional board, right, and one that's just doing whatever it's doing. And a lot of that is definitely recognizing what is it we want? What are we trying to achieve? Mm -hmm. What are those goals? And so, you know, we often think of that as an organizational level, but you're saying you as an individual can have the same type of process. Well, many people settle for a job or an opportunity or a relationship that isn't what they had in mind. So they, they're not honest with themselves. Because if you get clear intentions about this is what I want to create, this is the destiny I want to live, this is the abundance I want to live, then you can start to manifest it. But if you don't get clear, if you don't recognize it, if you don't know what it is, it doesn't happen. Right. So you're just trundling along through life, basically. Right. And then some things good happen and sometimes they don't and, and those kinds of things. So you have written uh, three books, at least. <laughs> But I love your motto, which is, you know, fire up your life. So let's talk about, because that fire up your intuition, fire up your healing, but let's talk about fire up your life and how you, through personal experience, created a journey of transformation. So people have a baseline of, you know, why can you speak to this subject? Well, I think there's a lot of different levels to fire up your life. One is you have to physically get the energy going. So Yep, you got to work out, you got to get that energy going, because that has to be there to fire up your life. That means also the intake of correct food to get the brain working, to get the body working. So this is all, you know, a process. Then that intention mentally, what do you want to create mentally? See, when I was in Hollywood, I was an actress, uh, not very successful for lots and lots of years. So I became financially, emotionally, spiritually, and mentally bankrupt. So when you lose it all and you think that suicide is the only way, and then of course I was the last survivor on a DC-10 plane crash at Los Angeles International Airport, I had to re really look at redefining my life. And that's what I talk about that intentional and fire up because I almost had my whole life gone. Mm -hmm. So every day I believe is an opportunity. Every day I believe has miracles happen. Every, yeah. It's crappy some days, you know, they're, they're, that happens. But that's part of the process. Because if you don't have the bad times, how can you re realize what the good times are? So I just say, this is how life's going. I don't want to add to the negativity. I want to always bring light and positive solutions to every situation. That is firing up your life. Because then you become a light worker. Then you become a positive energy on this planet. Right. And you talk about vibration, right? We all have a vibration. And I know for some people, maybe more and more starting to accept that. I've always believed that, that, you know, we are energy beings and we vibrate at certain levels and why we attract certain people into our life or opportunity or negativity, depending. So, you know, how did you come to that realization as well? Well, if you really study it, then there are cases out now and people that have documented it, we really start very low at that shameful and that we aren't good enough and that judgment and that anger and that disappointment. We have to let those all go. And when you realize you are letting those go, you feel happier. You have more energy. And then guess what? More positive things start to happen. 
So when I would be in a situation that wasn't good, I would say, okay, what is holding me to this negative situation? Am I judging someone else? Am I getting mad at them? Am I mad at myself? And what do I need to do to forgive those? Again, that's going inside and saying, that doesn't serve any of us. Yeah, it's not so easy at times, and I'm not saying you're going to get over it in a day or two, but I become very conscious. Then what are my fears? They're stopping me. Are those are real fears? Are those just, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, this isn't going to work for me. So I really, again, go in, look at those and say, okay, I can let those go. They don't serve me. They don't work for me. But the higher we get vibrational, I mean, love is like about 560. It goes to 1,000, but most people don't get past that even level. So we have a lot to do on this planet and people have a lot to do to raise their vibration instead of judgment, you know, but raise it in that true accepting, that true love, that true what is the highest and best good for everybody and uh, the planet and the animals. Yeah. So is, would a tool for someone that wants to learn, you know, how do I really start to figure this out besides reading your book, Fire right. Up Your Life? Is it journaling? Is it just mentally sitting there running through that checklist like you just did? Or well, I think one of the ways mm -hmm. to get there is meditation. Mm -hmm. Meditation because we pray and we pray and we ask for life to change. But we never shut up long enough to let the answer come in. That's what meditation is all about. It lets that intuitive thought come in. It can be channeled in and then we have to act upon it. So... I meditate daily, but I also, when I go to sleep at night, when I have a question or something that's bothering me, I ask that at night before I go to sleep. Like, how do I, my cat was sick, how do I heal my cat naturally, right? You know, go to the vet, but what, whatever. So, and then when the answer comes, I act upon it. That's the difference between myself and a lot of other people. They get those intuitive flashes. I know everybody mm -hmm. has them, gut feeling, whatever you want to call, but they don't act upon them. So meditation first to slow you down, okay? And let those thoughts come in. Then you can raise your vibration because truer answers are coming. You're acting upon them. Now it takes a while because sometimes you think it's ego driven or is it truth driven? And that, again, takes a little time through that kind of meditation to figure that out. Then the other thing, checklist. I do checklist all the time. That's how I raise my vibration. And then I just kind of check in myself. Am I really upset with that person? You know, am I, I willing to let go? You know, I had to heal with my mother and my father and my brother. And then at the end of that, I had melanoma, so I had to heal with myself. So... And then when I thought I was going to die with stage three melanoma is when I really healed with everyone. And I said, if I brought this disease to me, can I send it away by true healing? Yes, I had to work with all the doctors and everything, but I was part of the solution. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> We have to go to break. When I come back, uh, we're going to pick up with Donna Hartley, and she is just uh, a motivator for me. She, we're going to talk a little bit more about her other books, Fire Up Your Healing, Fire Up Your Intuition, and Fire Up Your Life. And so I'll uh, stick with us. We'll be right back. Sage International Incorporated helps you start your business and provides the ongoing support, information, and education to make sure you stay in business. 
For over 26 years, Sage International, a local Reno business, has been working with solopreneurs, real estate investors, nonprofits, and seasoned business owners, making sure you're structured in the right entity, taxed in the right way, so you protect your assets and reduce your taxes immediately. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill, the Wealth Protection Diva, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515. Or visit sageintl.com. SunTech Storm Panels are the clear, tough, versatile way to lock out cold winter drafts on your windows and doors. If you want to immediately reduce your energy bill, call SunTech 352-9396 for a free estimate. SunTech Storm Panels are a great alternative. In fact, 60% less cost than those high-priced dual or triple-paned windows. Want to keep the cold out, the heat in, and save money? Call SunTech 352-9396 for fast, friendly installation. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. Having a great conversation with Donna Hartley, owner of Hartley International. She is a world-renowned speaker and author of several books, Fire Up Your Life, Fire Up Your Intuition, and Fire Up Your Healing, based on her ability to not just survive, but thrive after three life-changing events. So Donna, thank you for being here. Let, let's talk a little bit about, you know, that... Yeah, you survived a DC-10 plane crash. I'm looking at the picture of it. It is amazing that anybody got out alive. I know. And that is what prompted you to write the book, Fire Up Your Life. Correct. Okay, well, the reason I wrote it is because people ask me over and over again. I thought I was going to die. But at that moment, I had what you call a near-death white light experience. And I was called on the carpet. And this isn't negative, but through my own mind, I heard these questions were, do you love yourself? Do you love your family and friends? Are you living your goals and dreams? And if you die today, have you left this planet a better place? I answered no to every one of those questions. Then the next thought that went through my mind, now these flames are all around me. You know, we are burning. And it was, do you spend most of your time complaining or most of your time creating? That's the moment that I said, let me live. Now, up till then, my life wasn't good. I really came from a family of alcoholism, of violence. I was a struggling actress. I didn't have any money. But at that moment, I chose life. But I also chose, excuse me, I also made a determination in me to make a difference in my life and in other lives. So that's where the book Fire Up Your Life comes from. I start in the plane crash, and let me tell you, it's breaking all apart. People do not live, people burn to death. And uh, I introduce you then to George, a man that was my mentor. And he helped me understand why we have these challenges in life. All of us do. They are learning lessons that we want to grow and become, have more depth and compassion. We'd be Barbie dolls otherwise. We wouldn't have that depth. We wouldn't have that understanding. Wouldn't have that knowledge. So as tough as these are, they come with wisdom. So George passes on that insight. This is why this first book is such, you know, people want to read it and fast read. And it's written like you're just like in the plane crash with me. And, and by the way, I wasn't a very good student. So you'll hear me argue with my mentor all the time because <laughs> I do not want to learn the lessons. That's why people chuckle and they say, oh, yeah, you're just being stubborn. Well, I was, you know. And then the next book 
is George comes to Lake Tahoe and he takes me to five locations and he gives me five insights about intuition. He told me the world was going to change as we knew it and we would have to go inside for our answers instead of trusting people on the outside. So he really said that my mission was to develop my own truth and intuition. So that's what he does and there again I argue with him at five different locations in fact there's one where we're catching crawdads on the beach and he's catching a lot and I'm not and I'm blaming the fishing pole and the you know everything but he said it's not that it's what you draw to you your energy and then he passes on they are 30 assignments 30 different areas of your life from attitude to creativity to persistence that I have to really look at and then I pass this on to the reader in here and then there's something very magical that happens that I get to adopt my daughter. It was a long struggle and it took seven years, but that is that persistence. And when the right child came in, I knew it was her. Now, she was never easy, but it was the right child for me and for her. So a match. The last one is fire up your healing. That's where I have to heal with my mother, my father, my brother, and then stage three melanoma with me. So I had always asked my mentor, was I ever going to heal with my parents, you know? And he said, it will come. Well, it came, but in a package I didn't expect. My mom was in a nursing home paralyzed for five years. My father had a stroke and then went suddenly. Uh, my brother and I had argued and we had a team together. We were in a court battle for three and a half years with a third stepmother. And, and then I had to come to terms with myself. Stage three melanoma. And when the doctor said, make out the will, chances are you might not be here. And my daughter was six years old and I had no place for her to go. I got really clear on the action plan that I needed to take. So I talk about this in the book, proaction. So when I came home, I said, I'm gonna do everything possible to be ready for these doctors. I threw out everything in my house that was processed. I said, perfect health, perfect surgery, perfect recovery. I visualized the cancer out of my thigh. It was in my left thigh. I used to be a surfer in Hawaii. And I visualized my legs perfect and healthy. I went outside, I walked in the sunshine, uh, fresh air. So I believe we are part of the solution. And that's what a lot of this book is about. So you speak to audiences all over the world. Correct. Uh -huh. And I know that a lot of people, of course, they want to hear the story of the, you know, coming out of the burning plane. But I'm even more fascinated now with, I mean, you know, we hear a lot of people, it's like they're the golden child and life has, you know, always been great. I mean, you're the first one here to say life is hard, baby. <laughs> and But really, we have that choice and we can make the decisions by setting intention and all that. So when you're out speaking to a lot of folks, I mean, what is that really core message that you're sharing with people? The core message is that you are accountable every moment. People don't want to be accountable. They don't want to be accountable if they had too many drinks. They don't want to be accountable if they slept in or ate bad food. And I'm just saying, you make the choice. So you've got to look at the patterns that you want to live with. Do you want to get up and exercise in the morning? Do you want to have healthy relationships? That takes time and working together. So I really say it's accountability. Mm -hmm. And with that accountability comes that back to that clear intention. So again, when I wake up in the morning, I decide that it's going to be a good day. Now, 
I could miss a flight. It could be canceled. I could be sleeping in an airport when I'm traveling. It's still a good day because the advantage I have over other people is that I almost died three times, you know, and I guess we call that an advantage, <laughs> but <laughs> right. Well, then you appreciate life, right? Right. People haven't gotten to that core that they can have everything taken away. Well, we didn't explain. So we know you came out of a fiery airplane. We know you had stage three melanoma. And the third one was open heart surgery. Right. So, so, <laughs> so this is my intuitiveness yeah. and my meditation. In meditation, I get this kind of little thought that said, find a heart specialist. And I go, what? Find a, I find a heart specialist, but I'm fine. But I keep getting this message over and over again. So I got a little tired snow skiing. And so... I did. I called. I got in. They did um, a cardiogram, and I looked at him and said, do an echo. Now, again, where did that come from? But I'm a meditator, so I believe we have the answers inside of us. They did an echo, and he said, you have about 10 days to be on the planet. Oh, my. Your aortic valve is collapsing. A normal person is 2.5 centimeters squared. Mine was 0 0.6, 0 0.5, massive heart attack. And he said, you cannot leave this office until we book with a surgeon. So I had to pick out from a list of surgeons right then and there. And, uh, you know, I live in the Tahoe area. I picked out one in the Bay Area. My doctor here uh, knew that. Surgeon went to medical school with him. Called and got me in. And two days I was down there, met with the doctor. And on March 1st again, about my third March 1st, I was on the operating table. So again, I did all that proactive about the best surgery, the highest outcome, and they operate and keep you asleep for 24 hours. And when I woke up, it hurt, but I was alive. Mm. And that's the way I look at life. It hurts sometimes, but it's fantastic. Well, you are a walking miracle, aren't you? Uh, you're a cat lady. I'm guessing those nine lives, right? I am a cat lady. I love it. When I was younger, I raised dogs, but now I have cats, you know, and they just, uh, they're the best and they're lovable and they're happy. And I got a little one now that's like about five pounds and she's the cutest thing. So you're right. I believe in those nine lives. So Donna, what's next for you? Well, I do a master class online. So I have a website under my name, DonnaHartley.com, because I can't be everywhere. And that master class, so many people ask me, how do I know why I'm on this planet? What's my purpose? How do I get rid of the negative people in my life and the negative thoughts in my life? How do I raise my vibrations? Are there really angels? Can I talk to them? And can I really be a light worker? Because I'm positive everywhere I go. And that's what that master class is all about. And I offer it two times a year. So I think that's what I want to reach more people and help them do the work, but give them a formula, a roadmap, so they can get there. So I love doing that. And who knows what else is next, but I'm ready. Well, awesome. <laughs> Make it positive, whatever it is. Make you? it positive. <laughs> and yeah, so I'm sure there, there's another book in you, but hopefully based on you know all the positive which I know those are, and I loved your original book. And like I said, it's been on my bookcase for years. And, and for some reason, I reached out to you and said, hey, let's connect. It's been an awfully long time. Well, the other thing, I want more people to meditate. Yeah. That, that's a mission. And to trust their intuition. So what do you tell people? Because I really struggle with sitting still to meditate. But I went to an event many years ago, and this woman said, you can meditate while dancing. That's right. 
it's quieting the soul. Now look at me, I'm a type A, right? But the visualization guided music or somebody talking you through a meditation is much easier for me because then I have a path to follow. I have meditation CDs also on my website where you go to the ocean and you, you hear the sand and the water and you can kind of drift with it because I don't like to sit still that long either. But I know the results from meditation. So I say to everybody beginning it, please get something that maybe talks you through it, a visualization, something that guides you. So you drift off, you're doing the grocery list, and then you come back. So don't beat yourself up, and over time it becomes natural that you're right. You can be dancing, you can be walking, and you can go right into that meditation state. Awesome, awesome, good advice. So gonna encourage people to go out to your website, DonnaHartley.com. Correct. And you have your books for sale, the meditation CDs. Also, if somebody wants you to come in and speak to the organization, uh, you're uh, paid for hired speaker out there too. <laughs> Full time, you got it, and love it. <laughs> and uh, and just you're a gem within our community here. So I'm not sure that everybody knows that, but now they will. So I want to thank you for coming here and, and sharing your uh, light and brightness with us today. Thank so. you. It's my honor and my pleasure. Awesome. Well, thank you for tuning into the Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show and tune in next week, same time. Same station for The Sherry Hill Show.